What's the story, guys? Welcome to episode two of What Happens Here. Bruce Buffer's in the building! Thanks for joining us here in Sin City. Welcome to What Happens Here, Las Vegas' newest sports and entertainment program. I'm your host, Marcus Deegan, coming right here from Show Creator Studio. Thanks for joining us for episode two. Today's episode is sponsored by Founders Coffee, the most tasty, the most delectable, delicious coffee right here in Las Vegas, across the road from Ikea on Durango. Make sure you drop the promo code W, what happens here, WHH, and then you'll get 10% off your order. Also, we want to thank one of our other amazing sponsors here at What Happens Here. It is the Ultimate Fight Week Retreat that's going to be happening next year in July. We're going to fill you in on a little bit more information about that straight after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so pumped for this interview today. Let me tell you something. This man, well, he's known as the Lord of the Octagon. Let me tell you something about this. He is a Jedi master at his game. His voice is the most recognizable voice in sports. His introductions send chills down the spines of fanatic fans all over the world. I like to call him the soundtrack of mixed martial arts. Would you welcome to what happens here, Mr. Bruce Buffer. the show bruce buffer how are you bruce the lord of the octagon the other one you gave me that's quite an introduction marcus thank you very much it's very original and now actually listening to myself doing conor mcgregor right there because i know i put it all on the line as i always do I'm, my hair standing up it's kind of weird i'm listening to myself my hair standing up i think bruce that is one of those things you know you have those certain songs that you listen to in your life that give you goosebumps those certain movies that you watch that give you the chills i very rarely find it that there's no other announcer that introduces people that actually give you as much chills as the fight itself. How are you today, sir? Thank you very much for joining us on the show. This is an absolute honor for us. You're our second guest on episode two. And welcome to What Happens Here. What's happening, buddy? Uh, everything's great. Everything's good. I'm safe. I'm sane. I'm dealing with the COVID situation here as we all are around the world and uh, making the best of it. Um, enjoying myself as much as I can, getting a lot of work done and uh, getting ready for UFC 252 on Saturday. Big now, time, you- big time. So, by the way, second show, you're set, you're, you're whole lead and everything. You guys are doing a great job. Really good job. Uh, that, that means a lot. Thank you so much, Bruce. Uh, you know, I've been a, a, a fan and I, I've pretty much been obsessed with you since, when I say obsessed, in a good way. Um, the first fight that I ever saw was Randy, was Randy and Chuck... Two. It was at the MGM, I believe it was UFC 52, and that was the first time I ever yep. saw you, and I was like, oh, my Lord, this guy is just has to be part of the brand. Where do you get your work <laughs> ethic from, Bruce? You know, my father was a great role model for me, as my mother was, and my uncle was like my second dad, and I was working very young in life. I worked on those uh, catering food trucks, you know, when I was 10, and getting up at 4 in the morning making sandwiches, working in the back of the trucks. My uncle owned that business was a newspaper boy at 12, had a jewelry business at 16, had my first corporation at 19, never worked for anybody except UFC and a few others in appearances since I was 19. And it's just been embedded in me. I, I'm the epitome of, uh, I guess we classify as an entrepreneur. I teach branding and marketing to entrepreneurs in my motivational speeches, trying to give back what I've learned over the years. 
but it's just a, a natural tenaciousness I have. When I go after something, I attack it. I make it happen. Otherwise, I don't do it. There's no other reason to go after something unless you're going to make it happen and give it 150%. And every night I walk in the octagon, that's my very first night. I, every night I walk in, I say, this is a night I have to prove to myself. Dana White, the powers that be, the great fans of the UFC and the great fighters of the UFC that I deserve to be here in the octagon. I mean, you're... Yeah, your enthusiasm is just um, infectious. And that was going to be one of my questions. How do you keep that up at every single show? As a matter of fact, how do you do it when you're sick or if you've got a sore voice? Maybe you've got a jacket that you don't like that you've got to go out there and do it on. How, how do you stay with that enthusiasm? You know, it's a natural thing. Like I said, it's just it's embedded in me. Um, it's called passion. I'm very passionate about everything I do. I won't go into a, uh, anything unless I'm passionate about it. And I always tell everybody that, if you can find what you're passionate about and you can monetize in your life, that's the greatest job in the world. And it's really not a job. It's a lifestyle. But this is the attitude I wake up with every day. And the moment that my passion wanes when it comes to the UFC will be the moment that you hear I'm going to retire. But quite frankly, that's not going to be for about 10 or more years. So it's all good. Well, it's this. I don't think that the UFC would be the same without you, sir, as it would not be the same without Dana White. I don't think the UFC would be anything without Bruce Buffer. You are part of the brand and have made it grow, and I actually can't even really look down and watch a UFC fight without hearing that amazing voice in the beginning. Now, you say you're passionate about everything. You're a marketer. I mean, I know you're an avid surfer. Have you been to Australia and surfed there, Bruce? Yeah, I did. I surfed. Um, I've been to Bondi Beach, and uh, one time I was down in Sydney, and uh, a couple of fighters and I and some others, we got a surf tour. So we had a guy take us around and hit a few spots. And that was a lot of fun. It was very that's cool. Some, yes, I that's a, yeah. You've been doing that your whole life, Bruce? I moved to Malibu, California at the age of 15 from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And um, it was very addicting at first because I never, I always wanted to surf. I saw surfing in Biarritz, France when I was on vacation with my parents the first time I ever went to Europe at 11. And I said, so I've got to do this someday. And I've always been, as a young kid, I was an excellent swimmer. Um, it's something I excelled at. I was a water polo player and a swimmer in high school. And I surfed every single day since the age of 15, every day. If you ever seen the movie Point Break, um, that basically is my lifestyle growing up. Not robbing banks, just surfing. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, it's, it's, it's true what you say. You know, if you're passionate about things that you do in life, you're always really successful with them. Now, I know a new venture you've got coming up, which is one of my favorite subjects, whiskey. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about the whiskey that you've got coming out, sir? Yeah, uh, we've been working on this over a year, and I've always wanted to have a spirit. Um, but I, again, I won't do anything unless it's first class. So I got with these great partners uh, that were involved in a, in a couple of very famous brands recently. You may be aware of Cabo Wabo Tequila that was Sammy Hagar's brand. Uh, it's a skinny girl brand internationally. Um, we got together and decided, you know, what is the favorite spirit I like to sip? I'm not a big drinker, but when I drink, I do enjoy a fine bourbon. And... Long story cut short, we secured uh, in the area of 50 to 100,000 case, uh, casts of the finest bourbon that you can buy. This is very top shelf. And um, we're going to be coming out with it in two weeks. Uh, it's called Puncher's Chance. And the whole idea that I love behind Puncher's Chance is aside from being the finest quality bourbon or one of the finest quality bourbons, if not the finest on the market when it gets released and the word out, the word is out that it already is. Um, that I wanted to get across the feeling that I've grown up with, that I've lived my life with. And that's, I've always been about the underdog. I've been the underdog in many situations that come out on top as well as not come out on top. And it's all about that puncher's chance. You know, that one punch that can change the fight, the one move punch in life that can change your life to bring you on top. 
and that's what this drink is all about and that's what the whole emphasis behind it is and there you go and the bottles are made in europe there's such fine quality glass that each bottle when full is four pounds that's how much wow. I weigh. so we uh, have especially made in europe shipped over and we just released about five thousand cases another five thousand or more to be going out in a couple months and and uh, we'll really blow it out next year but already they're all taken <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say, I'll be, I'll be happy to uh, sample three or four bottles for you there, Bruce. I am an Australian. As you know, we do like to drink our beers and our whiskey, so I can't wait to try that one out. Now, listen, you've got an amazing podcast. I know you shot about 200 episodes. I'm like, I'm the virgin at this game. I'm just starting in the podcast industry. Um, tell me a little bit about your podcast and how's that going? Well, you know, the podcast I've had for 11 years, and um, actually Joe Rogan was a uh, guest on my podcast before he ever started his own, and we all know how great that he's done in the, in the podcast world, changing it for everybody. Um, the podcast to me is a weekly uh, hour or more, and I have great guests from all over the world as far as actors and, and comedians and people from different walks of life, and of course, many, many UFC fighters, male and female both, and it's a lifestyle show. And I love the show. I have a great time with it. This week, we had Stipe Miocic on, who's fighting for the heavyweight championship on Saturday night. Um, very good interview, very excellent interview. Had Sean O'Malley on a couple weeks ago, who's fighting on Saturday. And um, it's something I really enjoy, because after that hour, it's a very cathartic experience for me, because I get to rant, and I get to rave, and I get to, you know, everything upsets me, makes me happy. And it's, it's uh, almost like a therapy session for an hour, so I have a great time. Yeah, I, I watched one of your episodes with Jean-Claude Van Damme, and it was absolutely uh, sensational. Loved it. So I heard you mentioned um, Steve Miocic and Daniel Cormier for this weekend. Can you tell me, Bruce, which is one of the most uh, – where do you really – I mean, obviously you get pumped up when you're introducing all of these amazing warriors, but is there is there one fighter that you just really – it takes you to the edge when you're introducing them? You know, there's a number of fighters that do that, and I'm an equal opportunity announcer. I give every fighter the, the best and the most that I can give. And, uh, yeah, there have been some in the past. And when you're introducing, like, the great Randy Couture with his pedigree, you know, the former, the former, the former, the Hall of Fame octagon warrior, this is the kind of meat that if an announcer's really into his job or speaking for myself personally that you grab onto. Um, but, you know, with respect to all the fighters, it's like asking me what my favorite fight is. I've announced thousands of fights and thousands of fighters. And I've forgotten more than I can remember. And I can give you many examples of an answer to that question, but not one specific, with all due fairness to everybody. Yeah, that's a great answer. Well, let me ask you this one then, Bruce, which is one of the toughest names that you've had to introduce into the octagon that maybe you had a little bit of trouble with. And do you prep for that before you go in there and introduce? Because I can't even pronounce some of these names half the time. And I'm thinking, how the heck is he going to get out there and say that name so fluently, crisp with articulation? It's incredible. Thank you. Um, you won't believe this probably will surprise you, but the hardest names are the single syllable names. <laughs> you know, to make something work like Frank Trigg, Mark Swick, then you have Habib Nurmagomedov. You know, more, the more meat, the more syllables, the more fun, and the more uh, challenging, and the better it is for me, right? I love that. And the single syllable names, with all respect to single syllable names, again, you want to give it flair, you want to give whatever, but you're dealing with one syllable. So I, I give it the best I can, draw it out as long as I can. Now, what about acting, Bruce? I've seen you on Friends. I've got it recorded. Are you going to uh, <laughs> are you going to get back into that again? Well, I am into it. You know, in, in respect to the fact that um, I've done about twelve or thirteen movies. There's more coming up. Uh, TV shows. You know, co-starred on Friends and Entourage, and 
been on a number of TV shows and there's some work happening for the future. I can't really talk about right now. I don't talk about things until they're signed, sealed and delivered and it's okay to talk, but yes, there will be more opportunities coming up. I wanted to be an actor as a kid and I studied acting and I gave it up when I was uh, 18 or 19 because I owned a telemarketing company, my, one of my first companies. And I had actors working for me that were going out on auditions every day and coming back depressed and bummed or excited or whatever. And they didn't get it. They did get it. And you realize, it's a very hard job. You've got to really be passionate and pound that pavement to deal with all the rejection you're going to deal with, which I have no problem with rejection. To me, it takes, you know, give me 10 no's to get that yes, as the yeah. great Zig Ziglar used to say. Um, but now in the position I'm in and for the last 25 years, I've had many occasions where I've been able to fulfill that childhood dream, right? So that's, you know, even other things, you know, as a kid, I wanted a trading card. I wanted an action figure. I wanted a video game. And I've been able to achieve all that. Um, along with many of the people from the UFC and it's great just filling bucket lists and, and keeping humble and being happy for what I have and appreciating everything that happens. Now with the whole uh, change of the, with the UFC and the fighting during this COVID, um, I want to know what the difference is obviously announcing in front of a 25,000 packed arena. It's got to be a little bit different to announcing the fighters when there's no one there. How has that changed since this whole COVID? Well, it's a change that you have to embrace because I love the fans and I get along with the fans. We recognize each other for our passion, our love of the sport, and I get back to the fans every chance I can. Um, the thing is, is that instead of taking 500 pictures and autographs a night and getting up in between fights and, and entertaining the fans and doing what's right because they're paying their hard-earned money and they deserve every bit of attention in the show that we can give them, now there's no fans. But see, for me, it's okay because when I'm in the octagon, even when there were 20 or 50,000 fans in the arena, I'm looking in the eye of the tiger. I'm looking directly in the eye of the fighter. I'm announcing them. I'm, I'm not focused on the fans. I'm focused on the fighter. And I'm giving them my all. And it's still the same for me right now when I go in. I might walk out of the cage now. I go back to my nice desk. I'm distanced from the, you know, 20 feet from the octagon and sitting by myself. And actually, it's very relaxing to watch the fights. And I think a lot of people are enjoying the fights without the fans even when they watch them because you hear the punches better. You hear this. You hear that. You hear the... The, the emphasis of the fighters themselves and what they're doing. Um, it's definitely a change, but getting back to the movies and TV shows, and I do a lot of videos here at my office for fan introductions, birthdays, birth of babies, business affairs, everything. They order them through my site at brucebuffer.com. So when, I, when you work in front of a green screen, and I've done this where you have like King Kong running after you and you're supposed to react like, yeah. you know, there's something going on. I'm used to it. I can do it. So the show must go on. And I want to give the fans and the fighters that enhancement to that moment as I always have and always have uh, strived to do so that there is no difference. So there is no letdown. So the show is the show it's always been, which I think it has been. I think that the UFC is doing a great job production wise, COVID safety and protocol wise. So we can give you the entertainment that we're giving you. Uh, absolutely. And as you said, you can hear the punches a lot louder. It's, it's absolutely sensational. So What's next for Bruce Buffer? You've got so much going on in your life. How, how do you top everything you've done, Bruce? What's for you in the future? Well, there's always new, there's always new mountains to climb, my friend. There's always new goals to be had. And uh, right now, the big one coming out is Puncher's Chance Bourbon. Uh, the beginning of the year, um, out of England, out of the UK, um, coming out with an entire line of energy products, um, energy drinks, bars, shots. We'll talk more about that in the months coming up. Uh, plus, I've already inked to the fact that I'm releasing my own line of toiletries, which includes my own It's Time cologne, which is... Uh
pretty amazing. Just just um, the perfumeries that gave me the four, four choices to choose from. A lot of research, a lot of this. We found the perfect scent, and I'm very excited about that. But right now, I'm going to focus strictly on UFC, some other projects at hand, the videos and recordings that I do, um, management of my great legendary brother, Michael Buffer, and his career, and uh, going to be going out with a puncher's chance. Man, I got a lot of work with puncher's chance. Got meetings every week. Distributors all over the world want to carry it. It's really awesome. Puncher's chance. I, I, I can't wait to try it. So, Bruce. It would look just... good on your on your desk right there behind you. That's for sure. Listen, I'd be happy to have three or four half-empty bottles on the desk back here as with all the fantastic memorabilia that we've got here at, at what happens here. Bruce, if, you, if I could ask you for one bit of advice for a future upcoming podcaster like myself, if there's anything that you could give me, I'd be uh, I'd be indebted to you for your uh, knowledge and and brilliance on 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 this subject. Well, you know, you're doing it all right from what I can see. Your second show out, the way you started, your sponsors, you've already got sponsors coming on. First class environment that I'm looking at here as a host, you come across great, Marcus. You're doing a great job, and um, all I can say is keep up the work, stay passionate about what you're doing, focus on your social media to get the word out there in every way we can. That's really the key to marketing these days, one of the key, key things. Um, but just have good guests, have good shows, mix it up. You know, don't stay the same. Don't be, you know, the same every time. Mix it up, right? Give the audience a, a change and, and try to excite and, and uh, sizzle your audience as well as the sizzling you want to sizzle yourself so you stay excited about your own job every time you do the show. Well, if you were going to get advice on anyone in the world about this kind of thing, um, then there's no better man than Bruce Buffer, the Jedi master of the octagon. I'll tell you what, Bruce, it has been just such a privilege talking to you. I know we've only got a limited amount of time today, but I just wanted to thank you very much for coming onto the show. It's people like you that can solidify my name in this business by having such an amazing guest. And I've learned so much from you over the years. As an announcer myself, I actually announced for the show Thunder From Down Under. I don't know if you've heard of it, Bruce. Yeah, the the the, uh, the the male the male dance club thing. Are you the announcer for that? <laughs> yes, sir. Very cool. Hey, I've been getting in great shape. Maybe they want me to go do a guest shot at sixty three. So we'll see. One hundred percent, I could guarantee it. Would you take your shirt off on stage at Thunder from Down Under, Bruce? <laughs> I have no problem taking my shirt up now for you know for surfing. So I'm sure that you know, given a few shackles and a few cheers, maybe I would think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Always in phenomenal shape, always a consummate professional at what he does. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you very much to the King, Bruce Buffer. I've just had a great time talking to you for this last 25 minutes. Anything else you want to say before we take off, Bruce? Just want to wish everybody, well, first, I want to thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I just want to emphasize everybody out there that it's more important, like I say on my podcast every week, to be a role model to your sphere of influence. And what I mean by that is we're going through a very tough time now. People are going through very tough times. We need to support each other. We need to be good to each other. And we need to practice the safety and protocol that has been proven to help us during this pandemic. Wear your mask, wash your hands, be respectful. We'll get through this. And I recommend everybody concentrate as I've been doing over these last number of months. Concentrate on yourself. There's a saying out there, you can't love somebody else before you love yourself. Well, in this situation here, concentrate on being the best you can be mentally and physically, because we're all like horses inside a Kentucky Derby gate right now with the gates closed. We get through this pandemic, those gates are going to open up. The people that are in the best shape mentally and physically that have the goal set in mind, their plan set and ready to step on that path and be the best they can be are going to be the ones that are going to win. Be a winner. And that doesn't mean you have to be number one. It just means be the best you can be to yourself and do the best job you can for those around you. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Buffer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bruce.
Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Have a good Cheers, show. Mate. I don't know how long a bottle of Puncher's Chance is going to land, last around that office with that Australian mentality. I've had a lot of Australian <laughs> friends. Hey, it'll go quick. <laughs> Thanks for coming on today, Bruce. I look forward to meeting you in person one day. And, um, you know, from everyone here at What Happens Here, my business partner, Kieran, who also has sent you a couple of bottles of whiskey in the past. I know that you oh, guys yeah. know each other. Uh, you did oh, some yeah. great voiceover work for us for the, uh, for the um, Ultimate Fight Week retreat. So we do thank you very much for that. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the next chapter of the legend himself, Bruce Buffer. Thank you. My pleasure. And Kieran, is, he's a great guy. It's been wonderful doing work with him. And uh, yeah, a true gentleman. And I appreciate true gentlemen. You know, one last thing. We live in a world which is a decaying society and morality. So yeah. that's, again, I get back to it. I'm maybe an old chivalrous white knight walking around trying to, you know, to be the best I can be. And I just, it's just more important now for everybody to be good to each other. I just want to say that. God bless you, Bruce. Take care, brother. God bless you too. Thank you so much. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Well, there we have it. The legend himself, Bruce Buffer, on what happens here. We're going to fill you in on a little bit of what's happening with the Ultimate Fight Week retreat. Travis, spin the clip, baby. Is the event you've all been waiting for. This July in Las Vegas, Nevada. Spend four days with past and present fighters, world champions, and Hall of Fame legends in a luxurious Private Fighters Mansion here in Las Vegas. You will learn and develop the champion's mindset, train with the world's best mixed martial artists, and develop skills that will last a lifetime. Attend the International Fight Week Expo and attend Fight Night. Don't miss out on this opportunity for the ultimate Fight Week experience. It is time. What a fantastic episode we had here today at What Happens Here, the legend Bruce Buffer himself. Guys, I want to let you know that the caliber of guests that you've seen so far is what we're going to be keeping up with. We are changing the podcast game. We are taking it to a new level. We're going to have in-house performances by some of the greatest entertainers from around the world and Las Vegas. Coming up next week, another amazing episode. I want to thank everybody for their support. Make sure you listen to us on Spotify, on YouTube. Follow all of our social media handles. Spread the word on what happens here. If you've got any suggestions on who you'd want me to interview, then I'm more than happy to do that. Once again, Founders Coffee, thank you so much. The Ultimate Fight Week Retreat, thank you so much everybody here at show creator studios we could not have done this with our amazing amazing beautiful set uh, i'm just so privileged and happy and grateful to be here and i want to thank everybody out there for supporting us this is marcus deegan from what happens here we'll see you soon